This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It's 19:21 on Power Business. Move on now to a conversation on the national minimum wage. On the 1st of February, the Minister of Employment and Labour increased the national minimum wage by 8.5% from 25 rand 42 to 27 rand 58 uh, for each ordinary hour worked from the 1st of March uh, 2024. So that is in about uh, two weeks, less than two weeks time, I think, uh, where all of this will come in uh, to absolute motion. And we decided to ask uh, advocate Tertius Vessels, who's legal director at Strategy Labour Solutions, to come and unpack what this means for us and how to make sure that as an employer, you do not fall out uh, in terms of uh, this uh, wage amount. Advocate, good evening. Thank you for your time. Good evening, Nolotando, and good evening to your listeners. Thank you for having me. All right, Advocate, we do know that this amount has been revised up. Uh, I'm keen maybe to find out firstly about those who may be affected by the national minimum wage and are aware, uh, you know, is this an industry-wide, uh, you know, amount that has been prescribed by government? Yeah, so the national minimum wage applies to all workers and their employers, um, with the exceptions of members of the South African National Defence Force, National Intelligence Agency and the South African Secret Service. And it also doesn't apply to volunteers. So those people who, who perform work for, for other people and who do not receive or are not entitled to receive remuneration for those services. So now that we know, uh, Advocate, that... We have people that oh. would be excluded. Um, to everyone else, it does apply. Well, Advocate, uh, now that we know that on the 1st of March, it is expected uh, that this amount, uh, you know, would be in full effect. What does that mean for employers? Well, it basically means that that is the kind of floor level. Um, and employee, employers are not allowed to pay any employee less than that amount. Now, what we know and understand is that in South Africa, we obviously have various different industries and sectors, many of which are also governed by bargaining councils or sectorial determinations. And those councils or sectorial determinations will very often also have its own minimum wages prescribed for those specific industries or sectors. But as a whole, across all industries and sectors, this is the new minimum wage that must be payable by an employer to employees come the 1st of March 2024. I'm also going to find out about, uh, you know, the rights of employees. Uh, should this not be a reality for them, uh, you know, and this also uh, might be important for especially those who work in people's homes, right, Uh domestic workers, gardeners, uh, those who work in private spaces uh, that are, 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 like I said, people's homes. Yeah, so what we often find is that despite these um, laws that exist, um, many employers still struggle to either comply with whatever the minimum wage is, or you find that they simply disregard um, these new um, wages that come that are implemented on an annual basis. But what is important for employers to know and understand that this, um, the national minimum wage can be enforced by law and various and any violations can be subject to fines. 
This means that in, if there are circumstances where an employee knows that they are not being paid at least the national minimum wage, they can approach either the Department of Employment and Labor, any of the labor centers, or even refer disputes to the CCMA. Um, in order to ultimately get the employer to comply and in, their, in various instances if there's been for a period of time non-compliance even get back pay in those instances and those um, orders by the Department of Labor or by the CCMA can ultimately also be made orders of court which can result in employees getting writs of execution, sheriff coming to your house, attaching property, etc., all as a means of trying to enforce this legislation that exists. I must ask you, uh, you know, advocate, just from your perspective, does high unemployment, uh, you know, contribute to the lack of compliance here? You know, with so many people desperate for a job, uh, people are also willing to take anything. Um, and that does then, uh, you know, result in just a decreased bargaining power. Yeah, that's the unfortunate reality that we face. Um, in South Africa, we have got this high number of unemployment. And what you find is that some employers will um, exploit the most vulnerable employees at the end of the day. They will make use of the employee services on a day-to-day basis. They often don't even ensure that there are contracts of employment in place or that there are any records of these employees actually working for them. Um, as these employees also get paid cash on a daily basis. And this makes it, makes it a lot more difficult for employees down the line to, number one, prove that you were the employee in the first place, and secondly, to show that you were not um, paid in accordance with the National Minimum Wage Act. Um, we know that in terms of legislation, employers are required to keep attendance registers to actually show the hours that employees have worked, and they must be also be able to provide documentation to show that they're actually remunerated employees for those hours. But unfortunately, that is not always the case. And hence, it makes it very difficult to enforce what the law prescribes. And Advocate, I must ask you this question again. I've already asked it to you. All of this also for people who work in people's homes because, you know, I think of my own home. I don't think of my home as a place of work, but of course it is for somebody. Of course, yes. Um, and that's that's one thing that the National Minimum Wage Act seeks to address as well. It sets that threshold in as far as what is the minimum wage that employers are required to pay their domestic workers. And when we talk about domestic workers, we're also referring here to gardeners, for example, as well. We don't often regard our um, residence as a place of work, but ultimately it is. And we also have an obligation to ensure that we register our employees for workman's compensation, that we are registered for UIF, that we have at least written um, particulars of employment in place, keep a record of hours worked, because if anything should go wrong, we can show that we are on the right side of the law. I guess I'd like to thank you for speaking to us about this. I think certainly uh, very important for all of us to reflect on this one, specifically, like I said, with those people who work in our homes, um, but also just business owners far and wide. And if you were listening and you are somebody who, uh, you know, works and when you do the calculation there of how many hours you work or, or whatever the case may be from the 1st of March, if it's just below 27 Rand 58, something is wrong there. South Africa is a country that has prescribed this to protect you as a worker. Um, 
um, and you should be protected in this regard. There's also the issue of a workman's um, compensation, which is what Advocate uh, would have touched on, a very important one as well. If somebody slips or falls at work, work, it could be at a restaurant, but also it could be in your home. Uh, you know, this is something that you should have certainly considered. And I think uh, when we start to see our homes as somebody's workplace, I think we'll also start to be a little bit more responsible uh, towards them uh, as people who uh, do, uh, you know, uh, make use of those services. I think it's an important one uh, because when we think of employees and employees, we think of people with businesses, but in your home, uh, you could be vulnerable. And I think Advocate brought up an important thing there that uh, when you haven't uh, worked all of this out and a person can prove that they were indeed in your employee, and that stuff can be proven over WhatsApp messages, you know, hi, come on Wednesday, um, I'll pay you this much, hi, the money's in. And if it happens enough at times, it can be said that a person did work uh, in your house, uh, you know, even if there was no real contract uh, there. And that can lead uh, to uh, all sorts of legal issues uh, if you haven't covered yourself. So not worth it. Drop a quick contract. I'm sure there's generic things that you can get on social media. I mean, on the actual uh, internet there, you can uh, certainly uh, consult a lawyer if you have one, but just making sure uh, that you are protecting, that you are protecting people who work for you there. Uh, a very, very important one. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.